Have you ever watched one of those plan your day with me or plan your week with me videos on YouTube where there's like 429 very super simple steps to the most productive week ever? And am I the only one who thinks that it sounds utterly overwhelming to the point where I seriously believe they're just making that stuff up? <laughs> well, honestly, uh, if Have you ever watched one of those plan your week or plan your day videos on YouTube where there's only 429 simple steps to the most productive week ever? And am I the only one who thinks that it sounds utterly overwhelming to the point where I believe that they're seriously making the stuff up? I mean, seriously, they have to be making the stuff up because you could never keep it up. And uh, oh, Jesus, now I'm now I'm out of, I'm out of flow. Fuck. Have you ever watched... Sorry. Have you ever watched one of those plan your day or plan your week videos where there's only 429 simple steps to the most productive week ever? And am I the only one who thinks that these sound just completely overwhelming to the point where I seriously think they're just making this stuff up? Honestly, like it's take out your bullet journal and then map out a legend for the next week and then pick a flower from the garden and press it into your book. And it's just like goes on and on and on. I don't know who can keep that stuff up, but I know I can't because I have ADHD and the concept of keeping anything going is literally exhausting. So I have to do all of these steps uh, in my brain, like super simply in order to stay focused. Here's the thing. I have tried everything under the sun and I have found that simple and fun is the plan for me. So I've actually created a system that has been wildly successful for me. And it's been so successful that you have been listening to consistent flows of content for over three months now, you're welcome. Uh, because that was something I was never able to achieve before. And I always just thought it was because I was inconsistent. And that is true, but I was inconsistent because I was not planning. So a spoiler alert, that's what we're going to do this week. So I'm actually going to walk you through my little system and show you what it is I do to plan my week. It has been, as I mentioned, a game changer for me because I designed it based on what works for me and my brain. It did take a lot of trial and error, and I wouldn't say that I've arrived at, you know, my ultimate destination. I'll continue to tweak it as needed. But I say that because I think that we all need to find what works for us and designing our systems in a way that matches how we think and see information and how we like to be reminded of stuff is so important. We're all our own individual snowflakes and we need to find what works for us. And before I go on, I'll also say that I recorded a YouTube video on the same topic where um, you will see a visual of my walkthrough using my personal productivity software. Um, so if you're more of a visual person and you think that would be helpful, then click on the link in the description of this podcast and it'll take you over to the YouBoob to go um, check it out there. But I digress, let's walk through the system. So step number one, as I mentioned, is to make it fun. I do this Sunday evenings and there's typically some wine involved and some soft music because I like to make my productivity planning as romantic as possible. But I do like to set up an atmosphere where I'm going to enjoy the process and that makes it so much more fun for me and I, it keeps me coming back to it. Step two 
is to plot out my, what I call big rocks on one single calendar. So I have two very different calendars. One is for my corporate client and one is for my business and personal stuff. So any commitments I have on my corporate client calendar, I then bring into my Gmail cause that's the system I use and I block all that time off and I block off all of my clients and stuff for the week. So I know exactly what I need to do when, and uh, that really just gives me a good picture of the time that I have left over. And when I say big rocks, um, I'm sure you guys have all heard the story of the, uh, you know, the professor is talking to his students and he said, you know, um, there was this whole theory about you have to put your big rocks into a glass first and then pardon me, you can put them sand and then you can put in water. But if you put in water and sand first then the big rocks won't fit in. And the analogy behind that is you've got to take care of the big things in your life first. So those big things go on my calendar first. Um, and then I should also say uh, on that, uh, I block off every day. This is a recurring block on my calendar from 7am to 10am and then from 6.30pm to 10pm. These are recurring blocks and I do not book in them. This is because I need the first three hours of the day for my own priorities or they will not get done. So that's when I'm journaling, meditating, I'm medicating my dogs, I'm medicating myself and I'm working out and I get all of that stuff done so that when I show up uh, for my work day, I am a sharp and I'm at my best and I've just finished my workout. So there's blood flow in the brain and I am at my best. And then my day always starts at six or ends at 6.30 because at that point my brain has like literally left the building and I only have capacity for food and Netflix. <laughs> so uh, everything has to happen in that, that window between 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m. And once I've got the big blocks um, uh, in terms of like the most important things done, now I'm looking at the time I have left over on my calendar after all those commitments are added and I start time blocking big chunks of time for my own activities. So the way I like to do it, um, is that it, like in the mornings, for example, like before I would say 1 PM, I am usually at my best between 10 AM and 1 PM. That's my most creative time. So if I have time in that period during the week, I'm going to block that off for recording podcasts and recording videos and like scripting everything and doing my research. Um, I don't like doing that in the afternoon cause my brain's a little bit more tired and I prefer to do more functional things where I don't have to tap up on my creative brain. So in the few hours I have in the morning, I will block off creative time for the things that I need to get done that week. Um, and then, uh, in the afternoon I will block off like a chunk of time for admin tasks. I call that worky stuff. And I will explain how I do my tasks in notion a bit later. Step four is when I open Notion. So Notion is my a productivity plan or planner or system, if you will. I used to use ClickUp. I really like Notion. I'm going to stick with it. Um, but it doesn't really matter what system you use. It, mat it doesn't matter what program you use. It matters what system you apply to it. So now I'm opening up my Notion software and I have the, the good fortune of having two screens. So I have one screen where my Gmail calendar is up and I have the other screen where my Notion planner is up and I'm able to kind of look between the two for this next piece. Now, before I actually start plotting out to do's, I'm actually going to run through my, uh, life central space. So my life central space is it's a dashboard and on my dashboard, I have lists, lists of 
like my pillars, which is basically the most important areas of my life, um, my projects, my my goals for the month and for the week. And uh, I look at my content uh, planner to see what I want to create that week. And all of those things get a little review, not like serious review, but I just kind of breeze through them. And the reason I do that is because if I'm not bringing myself back to what's important before I start my task list, then the only thing that's going to end up on my task list are things that are urgent. And I don't want to live my life that way. Obviously things are urgent. Some things are urgent and they need to get addressed, but I've got to keep bringing forward things that are like mine alone to pull forward, like my goals and my interests, because if I'm not doing that, they will go by the wayside and I'll just forget about them. And then I get mad at myself. <laughs> I don't need to do that. So reviewing all of those areas of my life are really important. And I always like to do that first. And it may sound complicated, but this is all on one page and I'm just breezing through it. So now I'm ready to plot out um, the actual tasks that I'm going to do throughout the week. And I have six lists. I have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and weekend. So now I'm going back to my Google calendar and I'm saying, okay, I have a block of three hours on Monday to do worky stuff. So I'm going to like look at what's, you know, pressing first, uh, and also what I can fit into that time block. And I'm going to like now do my to-do list for Monday. So in the morning, I've got two hours of creative time. I'm going to record two podcasts in the afternoon. I've got work stuff. So I'm going to, you know, hammer out five or six different things that I can, that are pretty quick. And I try to keep like-minded things together because transitioning is always a difficult thing for an ADHD brain. So the less that, you know, you're moving your, it's not even for ADHD brain, this is for anybody. The less you're moving your brain from, you know, wildly diverse context, the better. Um, and it just makes for an easier and smoother week. And then I go through all of that and I, you know, I give myself a lot of white space because things always take longer than you expect. And things always screw up. Like for example, I record I'm now recording this podcast for the second time because the first time I completely screwed up. Um, so I block all of my things out, um, in terms of each day and in terms of the blocks that I have created on my calendar. And I just find that when I do that, my week is, it goes by so much smoother and it's just such a confidence builder to know that, yeah, when I wake up on Monday morning, I know exactly how my day is going to go, but I also have a lot of white space because I know I need that white space. And sometimes, you know, my energy is not what I anticipate it's going to be. So I have to create some flexibility in there too. So there's blocks of committed time, there's meetings and events, and then there's white space and white space is really important. And I will say sometimes, um, you know, in the evening, if I'm feeling like working or doing like an hour of stuff on the computer, I will open my computer and like kind of get ahead or catch up based on where I am in my week, but I never put that kind of, um, pressure on myself. Then the last thing I do is write out all of my to-dos and appointments in a paper planner. I do this because Notion isn't always like available to me. I'm not always looking at it and I just need that extra reinforcement. Plus it's just really cute and colorful and I like writing in it. So I'm telling you, I'm like the oldest five-year-old on the planet and I, that extra reinforcement just really helps me and I have it on my desk. So 
I try to keep as many front and center things as possible that keep me moving forward. And I got to say, guys, this has been such a game changer for me. And you know why? It's not actually about the software or the lists. It's the ritual. I make it fun and interesting. So I look forward to doing it. And because I've got this big interest driven brain that loves fun things, I never miss it. And you know what? Like I said, my week goes by so much smoother and I have the comfort of knowing that I'm working towards my goals intentionally because I've crafted my tasks with intention. And I give myself, as I said, plenty of wiggle room because, you know, life happens. And this process has not only made me super consistent with my work, but it also gives me a deep sense of peace, peace that you know, I know what's coming up around the corner and I mean, obviously life always throws you a curveball, but to the degree that I can control things are in my control, I know what's happening and that makes me feel super, super good. And then just briefly, um, this is a new process that I've started doing on Friday afternoons. I also have like a little block of time to wrap things up. So from like four to six, I'm, um, you know, wrapping up any loose ends for the week and, um, you know, doing my client billing hours. And then the last thing I'll do is a review. And I do that in notion as well. I didn't put this in the video cause it's still very, very new. And it's also very, the uh, content's very personal. I have a template every week I go in and I, um, label the week. Um, well, I started, I, I started the, um, yeah, I start on Fridays and I, you know, run through what happened in the week and, you know, what happened that was good, what happened that was bad, what were my intentions, what were my goals, what did I achieve, did I, you know, do all the things I need to do, or is there a carrier, a carry forward that needs to come into the next week? Um, and looking at it, it's, it's a very informal process, but doing that really helps me understand what I've accomplished throughout the week because, you know, we forget how productive we are. We're always like bagging on ourselves for not doing enough. But really when you know, you look back at a week and it's like, oh my God, I actually did do a lot. And that's a great reinforcement to have. And I highly encourage you to come up with your own practice where you're planning things in advance and then you're doing a retrospective and it can be so informal, but just do it because you're going to thank yourself for recognizing how hard you work and how you do actually show up for yourself a lot. It's just that, you know, you might have a crummy working memory, so you don't remember how hard you're working <laughs> and how much you're doing in a week. So that's my process. I would love to know if it was helpful. Um, if you do jump over to YouTube, let me know uh, that you heard the podcast. And if you want to chat with me about all things planning and productivity, feel free to hit me up on uh, Instagram at it's ADHD friendly. And that's also my website. It's ADHDfriendly.com where you can find all kinds of free resources and information on my coaching session. So that's all I got for you this week, guys, short and sweet. Um, you know, the intention for me to share this with you was that you might be able to think about how you can replicate it for yourself and make it fun, make it work for you. Um, and warning, <laughs> trigger alert, trigger warning. Don't go Google in those plan your week with me videos on YouTube because they will overwhelm you if you're anything like me, which I think you are. So anyways, that's all I got for you this week. I will be back next week and you know I will because I'm like a madam consistency now. And until then, I hope you guys have a great week. Talk to you soon.